to the Super Senpai Podcast. This is a monthly, episodic, tokusatsu-related podcast where we're talking about fights and tights. I'm Pat. And I'm Grant. And it is good to be back, buddy. Uh, once again, into the toku breach that we go. Talking about some Ultraman Mabius. Talking about some big monsters. Mm. I'm excited, my friend. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Can you, can you tell? I'm so excited. <laughs> Let's get amped up. <gasps> no. um, so tonight's episode, we're going to be reviewing uh, Ultraman Mabius once again. Uh, episode, yes. We'll talk about episodes 35, 36, and 37, which we watched beforehand. And then you and I will watch 38 together and review that and kind of talk about the episodes. Uh, but before yes. we get into uh, our beloved uh, Mirai and G.I.G. adventures, uh, there's quite a bit of happenings in the toku space we haven't done news as much lately but there's a lot kind of going on right now a lot of energy uh so which which part do we want to talk talk about first <laughs> uh let's let's go with the announcer the, the biggest thing because i feel like you we could front load with that okay i, don't, I feel like you know more okay so, just... <laughs> so uh power rangers right which uh the the um evergreen uh waxing and waning gateway drug gateway drug right uh which uh <laughs> i know i think if we go with the uh rising tide lifts all boats kind of thing we we certainly want power rangers to do well right mm-hmm. um just because it's easier to access although um uh, anyway uh, our, our various qualms aside as long as power rangers is a thing i hope it does well and keeps bringing people into the space it certainly yep. did that for me um when i was a young man but today uh they announced the latest season will be Power Rangers Cosmic Fury, which is going to be following mm-hmm. up Dino Fury. Uh, and it's interesting on a couple of fronts. Um, I will admit I haven't watched Ninja Steel or Dino Fury. I think the last one I watched was Dino Charge, which I really, really liked. I really liked Dino Charge. Um, even the second season that oh. a lot of people didn't care for as much. Um, what was the Ghostbusters season again? Oh, I sorry. That about. was... Um, Power Rangers. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> I can't remember it. I heard Sorry, that. I heard that. W- no, this. it's okay. I can't remember what it's called now, at the top of my head. Oh, phooey. But yeah, there was the GoBusters adaptation one. Uh, there's been Ninja Steel or uh, Ninja Steel and Dino Fury. Um, so the interesting thing here for for Cosmic Fury, I think, um, is that uh, well, first off, it is going to be using. The key- Beast Morphers. Beast Morphers. Beast Morphers. Thank you. So I haven't seen Beast Morphers or Ninja Steel or any of Dino Fury. Um, but uh, this new one, Cosmic Fury, is going to use uh, be an adaptation of Q-Ranger, which is exciting. Um, I don't know. Have you seen Q-Ranger? I've seen maybe four episodes of it. Okay. So you're at least familiar with it. Yeah. Um, I yeah. have finished it. I really, really, really liked Q-Ranger. Um, some of my mm. favorite uh, characters in it. And surprisingly, uh, 
I felt surprisingly connected to the cast, despite the fact that there were like forty of them. Right? It's a big, it's a big right. The team. final, the final count was actually like what, like wasn't it like twelve? I think it was like, twelve. They started. Yeah, it's like they, like they <laughs> promised nine, but then you ended up with twelve. Yeah. right. Like there's that. a whole bunch of them, um, yeah. but I really liked it, uh, and I, I thought they did a great job with Q Ranger. I was really positive on that season. The suits. Um, and mm-hmm. I, I think I, I like the suits. Yeah, I, I think one of the things I like the variety—not just the suits, but I love the variety of the shapes and silhouettes. Oh, absolutely, Ranger. Like that. That like I would love a poster of it to have up, and I'm sure we'll get something out of it with Cosmic Fury. Uh, absolutely. Like, yeah, this is definitely going to be an opportunity to to get some Q Ranger toys, uh, even if they say Power mm-hmm. Rangers on the packaging. Um, the, I think the <laughs> thing that was interesting—I agree with you on the suits. I like the suits, and I like that. Um, I mean, if memory serves, I want to say that Saban even kind of talked with Toei about kind of adding a bit more bulk to some of the suits, a bit more of the kind of armor padding look. Um, I think it's... Wait, 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 sorry. It's still Saban? Well, it was at the time because Q-Ranger would have aired 2017. So this would have been around the time of the, say, the Power Rangers movie and it was still under Saban then. Now, that may be apocryphal, but my understanding was that they had kind of discussed, hey, could you kind of do... A little bit more of like an armored look as opposed to the very kind of live kind of simple lycra kind of cloth look that most of them have um yeah uh you know i mean again the classic green ranger right burai from from uh, zoo ranger it seems so up armored compared to everyone else when he really just has like <laughs> that v thing right um yeah yeah but most but of the... a bunch of them end up getting right like yeah. they end up getting that later but never in the mighty morphin stuff oh it's like a little there's like one episode where uh red gets gets to use it i, I forget what the the context oh. is but like green and green and red are both like running up this hill and green can't keep mm-hmm. going so he like transfers the armor to red it's a pretty great pretty great sequence i don't remember That's, the exact context wow. but um but yeah mm-hmm. the q ranger suits are kind of bulkier particularly like you think about uh, q black um champ oh yeah you know he's oh, re- yeah. really really big of course my favorite um and so it was very interesting that that wasn't immediately adapted i mean obviously they don't have to adapt it right away and beast morphers clearly indicated they were willing to to dip a little further back um and, and not necessarily mm-hmm. do things chronologically uh, but it, it just seemed like a natural fit um, for sort of a more American audience that would be used to seeing slightly bulkier suit designs and things. Um, it seems like it's a direct appeal uh, to an American audience, at least. So it's exciting to see those adapted. It's exciting to possibly buy some Key Ranger toys. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. uh, but what's interesting, and I think this is almost, it's, it's almost quite hilarious, right? Time, there's a, time is a, a flat circle because the... Q Ranger, the Cosmic Fury, my understanding is that it is not going to be a new season, new cast. It's going to be the same cast getting new suits, very similar to how uh, they just continued with Mighty Morphin and ran right through Die Ranger. And well, mm. I mean, of course, with Die Ranger, they adopted only one of the suits uh, and made more, mm. you know, Zoo 2 footage. Um, but it's just interesting that we're like we're we're continuing we're going back to that model right with a continued cast. We're not just refreshing yeah. and throwing in new people. We're we're gonna just have them change suits so they're the same people. It's just interesting. Mm. Um, I don't know how well it's been received. Dino Fury, from what I can tell, uh, Dino Fury seems to be pretty well received by the community. It, it, at the very least, in comparison to Ninja Steel, which was widely panned even by Power Rangers. <laughs> 
Avengers. Really? But yeah, uh, my goodness, my just sort of like ear to the ground is that people did not like that adaptation at all. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, uh, Beast Morphers I think was a little more mixed. Um, uh, most of the things I saw for say Dino Charge were positive, at least the first season of Dino Charge, mm-hmm. which I like the whole thing as I've mentioned. So I, I, I don't know how well Dino Fury has been received, um, but I, I guess they are sticking with this crew uh, and adapting the suit. So hopefully that's a good sign because again, we, we do want it to do well. Uh, yeah, it definitely helps. I'm, I'm sure it helps when they have you know potentially 14 or 16 (laughs) i know they're adding more i did see that they're adding like a couple of original ones to this which i think is always cool yeah Uh, what was the first time they did that um was it the uh, titanium ranger is that what yeah i think something like that in uh wasn't mega ranger was it the in space lost galaxy maybe around that era right that kind of late 90s Mm -hmm. era they added an original one um that was a, and that was a great design. Yeah, I really enjoyed. that. I thought so too, yeah. and I thought it was really kind of cool how Toei. Like I like when it feet. Oh, I like when Lightspeed Rescue. Maybe that you're right. It's Lightspeed Rescue. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I kind of like that when there's sort of it almost feels like there's more of a conversation going on between sort of both halves here, if you will. Like because I know in say in Go Kiger, they even made a Ranger Key right for this titanium ranger like that's kind of cool you oh know, like, yeah like, kinda, nice. you know it wasn't necessarily like a legacy suit but just a little acknowledgement stuff like that i think it's great um when those yeah. kinds of things happen so but it, it'll be interesting to see it, how this pans out um but it is just exciting to see that it's continuing to be a thing continuing to be a a draw hopefully to into the wider toku space so mm-hmm. so what else did we have on our agenda here to discuss um new common writer started uh right around my birthday as usual happy birthday <laughs> so i'm not fishing for that right now yeah. but it's i always take it as an opportunity to watch the new writer or I usually do and uh I, I did have some house guests and i was like guess what we're doing right now <laughs> <laughs> why are you locking the door and, well guess what's happening yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's writer time <laughs> um yeah, it it and it, it. I think it was. A, it's a. It's really fun. I'm actually super enjoying it. I haven't kept up with the Rider series on the like, on the weekly in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have been making time for for Geats. Common mm-hmm. uh, Rider Geats. It's the Battle Royale. Common. Yeah, it's yeah. It's not just a Rider War. It's a Battle Royale. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I love it. I'm. Oh my god. Like too much. Maybe a little too much Fortnite. But it is. Uh, it is a lot of fun. Um, I like. There's a lot of weird pieces in play. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't seen like a jerk rider in a while, <laughs> but that's I'm enjoying it. Like I saw some fan art uh, maybe in the last two weeks with uh, Ace, Decade, and Kabuto, like just smugging at the camera, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's accurate. That's right. His fit is a little—I don't know. I don't know if this is just a me thing, but I'm like, this is dude is—it's a little—it's a little. It's a little I don't know. I don't know if I feel it, but the suit is so clean. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. Um, uh, You've also been keeping up? Yeah. So we're at about four episodes in right now. Yes. I think the fourth one just dropped recently. Just. mm -hmm. Yeah. So I I have watched all four uh, that have been released so far. I'm a little mixed on it. I'm a little all over the place. Um, Normally, once I 
commit to watching a show, a Toku particularly. Mm-hmm. I'm just pretty like, I'm like, okay, I'm carving out this time. I'm going to watch it. I'm in it. Um, and I usually find myself engrossed pretty quick, even if the initial pitch doesn't quite work for me. Um, I can't mm-hmm. quite tell. This one has, I'm not really super invested in it. Like I'm watching it, but I mm-hmm. find myself just kind of like when, like honestly, when people are talking and not fighting, I'm just kind of like, just kind of zoning <laughs> out. And I, I don't, uh-huh. I, I don't know what it is. I, I think it's, I think there's a, a couple things at play. One, I'm not a huge fan of the battle Royale elements. I do like the film battle Royale. Um, <laughs> but the, the sort of like, we're literally, like you said, going to kind of do Fortnite here with the, the heavy game element mm-hmm. and the battle Royale element. And mm-hmm. the, like, that's a little much for me. Um, sure. It's not my favorite thing. And I also don't like zombie stuff that much. It just doesn't do anything mm-hmm. for me. So it's like, we're doing battle Royales. We're doing zombies. Oh, they've been bit. When are they turning? That stuff just, it just doesn't move the needle for me. So I'm kind of, Sure. We're getting it out of the way now. Yeah, let's, let's, let's put it that okay, way. Okay, let's. I hope so. Uh, so, <laughs> this is like jumping the gun, and we're getting into spoiler territory. Sorry, uh, but the the um, I'll just the warning now. Some warning. Uh, we're going into geet spoilers. Um, I give you a few moments here, people, just in case you don't want to hear it. Cover your ears. Okay. Yeah. Cover <laughs> earmuffs. Um, the I feel so like the concept, right? Is that like whoever wins gets to like remake the world, sure. And then also, but we're also kind of repelling like an invading force, sure. Um, usually, like in a Heisei, like an early Heisei era, this would be like the end game of it, right? So yeah, it's, that's it's the vibe the, I got. The, I'm so I'm interested because we're we're kind of starting like it started off with the end of a game already. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're gonna get a few winners. Like it's going to we're gonna I feel like we're gonna get go through a few cycles and maybe that's sort of where it's gonna like like because w- basically we've we've thrown the curtain away. We're not worried about um, what the plot twist is or maybe there will be one later. This is like we we've already gotten over that. We've jumped the shark and we have to keep going. Right. Like. So, you know, this is still, you know, this is going to go on for a year. So I'm like, okay, like, what are they going to have to do to keep it up? Sure. Like, you know like I mean? a sort of like a build thing where build came in so heavy in those oh, early yeah. episodes of the plot twists. Um, mm-hmm. And then it had to yeah, cause with, venture into new territory. <laughs> yeah. with Yeah, exactly. With build, like we were getting, you know, mid season stuff by episode eight or nine. Yeah. Which is so yeah. like, this is early. Yeah. Like, you know, this is, how are we here already? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Something I'm really enjoying is how flexible the forms are for this. Like, I like that there's kind of a base suit, uh, but everybody's masks are a bit different. Um, and that anybody can kind of use whatever so long as they, you know, can wield it. Or not we can wield it. As long as they have it or have earned it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that the boost form is something that's like a, a use only once kind of item. Yeah. It's like, really fun. Yeah. It's super fun. That's the game element I like. The one use yeah. attack thing. I, and I like the suit F, like the ethos right like the the underlying black with the like the white and like bright orange or bright pink yeah. or whatever kind of like combo pieces i like that i think the mm-hmm. problem that i'm having and i like all the weapons right big hammers chain swords all that stuff right like that's all yeah. great and and 
like the flexibility of it. Like, yeah. um, Ace, Ace gets water early on, which is like, that's a garbage ability. Yeah. But the way he's been using it is super fun and creative. Yeah. Like, he floods a room with it, and then, like, when it bursts, it shoots off and, like, cracks a zombie mm-hmm. in the head. Mm-hmm. Uh, or he just starts swinging it around instead of using, like, a water gun. Like, yeah, yeah. Or when he, like, put, like, put the water gun on the tree and, like, hit it, like, in the yeah. middle of a combo to spray. Like, that, oh, I really, really like that, too. Like, that's a yeah, really like cool the the choreography has been tight mm-hmm. like really fun really interesting stuff going mm-hmm. on so i get what you mean like it's so up here but then we you know people are talking about their whatever <laughs> motivations like like this dude who just wants everyone to die he gets a wish to change the world however he wants and he just wants everybody to have a bad yeah. time like, come on <laughs> yeah. dude it's a little yeah i i guess the other thing is that because we have so many characters so early who mm-hmm don't have say like a team identity like a set you know we were just talking about q ranger right like q ranger starts with a ton of characters but like they they do have like a group objective they can work towards and you can figure them out while it's easy to remember what their primary goal is right whereas this you have so many different characters right out the gate who all have pieces and parts of a writer's suit yeah i'm struggling to track like like who are all these people there's like eight people fighting and they're fighting hordes of zombies and it, it, it can yeah. be a little tough. some people feel more temporary than others and, yeah and yeah that, the I, idea that by episode two we have somebody who was in the intro that's no longer in the intro right yeah like, like i was sc- <laughs> i was screaming when it happened but i'm like are they gonna keep doing it like yeah it makes what is me the... i'm like withdrawn that's interesting like i'm not yeah. ready to attach to anybody yet um yeah because of yeah that. that's that that's appropriate yeah I think. so but then it's like the the dude with the um i think it's like a ram head i'm like this dude is so dead yeah. like if we look at it if we you know if we frame it as like a horror movie this is like one of the guys who's gonna get iced oh, early, early early yeah you know um yeah I, and, I, and i won't care when it happens and i feel like some <laughs> of the helmets are like really really cool and some are not as engaging like i there's one mm. the one guy that's like the it's like the panda bear with the scar eye has this kind of it almost looks like a evil animatronic five nights at freddy's kind of thing uh, uh it makes me think of saints row yeah like, saints, a mascot row. saints row yeah, yeah yeah that's true mm-hmm. um i like i really like that one but like i almost like it so much or like the main geats head like the fox head so much that a lot mm. of the other ones kind of end up being kind of wishy-washy for me um mm-hmm. so I, I i'm just i'm a little all over the place but i do like the like a, a lot of the core sort of like the like the, the wow elements do wow me a lot and i'm really yeah. zoned in but i'm i'm feeling myself not connected to the characters that much so hopefully mm-hmm. that changes um it hopefully. is it is weird yeah. it's one of the first times i've not gravitated to a cat like normally i'm like I, I look at the promo stuff i look at the suits and i go yeah i'm gonna like this and i end up liking it um i'm a little surprised that i'm not hooked in yet so maybe mm. you just need a few more episodes to really yeah i think what i want is i want more from ace like mm-hmm. he's there's i would like a little bit more about his motivations clearly like he's doing the i'm a i'm a boastful jerk guy but secretly doing good things sure there's there's i'm liking that Mm -hmm. um the other you know the secondary writer uh but is framed as sort of the what's the like audience not audience surrogate but kind of like self-insert he's new to this yeah he's new to it um and he's got the um the tanuki the tanuki helmet Mm -hmm. um to you know to the opposite the um oh gosh what is the word uh the fox right (laughs) the fox helmet (laughs) um 
those thematically are, are kind of like usually placed next to each other right so that will be interesting to see how they they play into that yeah. I guess. like because he's he's very green right now right he's just, he just a boy yeah. just a baby still yeah. learning mm-hmm. yeah but yeah so i uh, but i'm in, i'm a little i'm a little ahead. more mixed on it i'm glad you're enjoying it and i do hope to to rise to that level of enjoying it because right now i'm just a little i'm a little disconnected but i'm i'm open to liking it more <laughs> yeah don't get me wrong um i'm you know <laughs> don't get me wrong i'm still gonna like buy a geats figure but the, <laughs> but i'm, I'm not I, I see where you're coming from in, in being mixed about it because it's like i need a little bit just need a little bit more here or there to get this uh but i'm i'm drawn in it definitely drawn enough but the designs and the action to want to keep tuning in right it's coming yeah and that's the other thing yeah. like for for a show which already like right out the gate is using some of my like themes i care for the the least possible um mm. i'm still like you know i want to check out some more and i hope i enjoy it more so i think that's a good sign mm-hmm. um we got some we got some physical releases in the yeah. u.s yeah that's uh, always I just a got rare Kuga blu-ray set from shot factory okay excellent which which i have been hearing is uh really good quality I gotta hopefully maybe this weekend I can just pop it in and watch a couple. Mm-hmm. I still have not finished Kuga, so oh no, it'll be, it'll be an opportunity. Oh my god, to, how far uh, pursue this? How far into Kuga have you gotten, my dude? I think I've seen like the base forms of all of the abilities. Okay. I want to say, uh, but oh. it's been a long time since I've watched. It, oh my so god, I would really have to start over. Oh, yeah, wow. we've talked about this. Yeah, I guess we. Yeah. I, wow yeah no that's the the back half of kuga man mm. yeah that's yeah <sighs> i still uh, I, I, I still i adore it. i adore the very first time he transforms like the, yeah. the, the cgi is very ps2 <laughs> which is my whole aesthetic sure yeah, ps1 ps2 is my whole thing yeah <laughs> so just seeing it like in a in a really serious t- like he's fighting in a church against a is man, it a bat? Yeah, that church Batman? transformation with the bat grungy is like it's peak yeah. rider, baby. Like, does it get any yeah. better? <laughs> it's wonderful. I love it. Love it so much. And then the grow it's growing form, right? The white. Mm-hmm. Or just he doesn't go mighty just yet, right? No, that's yet. like his early like like proto form white. before he like becomes yeah. like big deal stuff. Yeah. The the white um kuga form is such a it's such a nice design yeah like if that's yeah, what it yeah, is yeah. I, unless i'm misremembering it either in either in any case kuga is wonderful i should dig up my kuga figure and just you know pose it around Absolutely. a little bit somewhere i really <laughs> like to how the action sequence first off i love how much bike action there is there's still a lot of rider in that common mm. rider um <laughs> something that often oh, gets that's... lost <laughs> uh-huh. um, that's right but i think the thing that really draws me to kuga and I mean this as a compliment, is like the, a lot of the action sequences, like with the bikes and the like set piece, the stunts, the explosions, it all feels like if you've ever been to a theme park and seen like a live action show, like one of those things I where you... I want to. I want oh, to. So bad. Well, if you've... It, so bad. That's the appeal. If you've ever gone to a theme park and sat down and watched them do like, it's a speedboat show or we're going to do some some fun tricks oh, on motorcycles. Like it's that right. kind of... Like it's action I, and yeah. it's dangerous, but it's not quite like a you know 
Hollywood movie level or something like that, right? It's a little bit more spaced out. You know, we got to keep, we got to do a couple shows a day, a couple shows a week. Like we got, we got to make sure everybody's okay. <laughs> yeah. We can't like really push it with some of the stunts and that there's that kind of appeal to it. I really like it. It's very mm-hmm. low key. And I think it makes yeah. the emotional build at the end just pay off so well when it gets real. It gets so real. Oh, Kuga's so good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Uh, I also, wait, when did I get this one? No, this was at the at the end of last year. I got the zero one mm. release. That is, uh, it was sitting in a box for a minute, um, but it is also in the queue. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> um, we did we got a few few episodes into zero one, but I think that having it all there would be makes it a lot easier to go through. Yeah, I never did, uh, never did want zero one. I've been really on my ultra kick lately. I've been picking up the Ultraman releases oh, and yeah. watching Ultra again. Um, so I've, I've kind of I haven't been tracking, but it is exciting. Like we're getting Kuga, um, Chef had to put out some more Super Sentai recently, didn't they? Um, we finally got because um, we thought they hadn't released anything since Hurricane for a couple years now, and it was like, oh no, are they just are they just done doing Super Sentai? That would be kind of a, a letdown. Um, but I think they they just did um, was it Live Man. I can't recall. Oh, did they? They, they yeah. I, I, oh, speaking of speaking of the Sentai releases, um, a buddy was trying to gift me. I don't know if it's like the third party vendor that's being the issue or what. This has been an ongoing issue. I don't know. Um, a buddy sent me uh, the Blu-ray set for Jetman, which I was like, oh, cool, yeah, you know, yeah, another yeah. one I really wanted to go through because I had to actually introduce him. Just I did like a sort of a, like the. Toga playlist, check out these different ones. There is sure, fun. sure. And then and I think I had only showed him the intro to Jetman, but he liked the concept so much he went and found it and watched it all on his own. Independent oh. of me prodding or poking, which I was like, I'm so proud. Yes. <laughs> they grow up <laughs> like, so fast. <laughs> yeah. And he was telling me about like his experience. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. That's so cool. That's so exciting. And so this was him kind of like trying to, you know, give back or like get back, get back at me in, in, a, <laughs> in the best way, in a positive way. Right, right, right um uh but the the vendor i don't know what's going on i don't think it's i don't think it's shout factory that's doing this i don't know um i've gotten two and two um cases shipped to me the first one had the hinge just stepped on i don't know it looked messed up i was like i'm not even gonna unwrap this This is a problem so we try to get a return on that and then th- when that one came in, the uh, towards like the the cover, like where you actually open it, that one was crushed, oh and it was gosh. like, "What's going on? What happened? What in the world? Who's doing this? This is really not cool." Um, but those were shipped in like a totally different mailer from the one that the Kuga the Kuga Blu-ray came in. So I'm like, I don't think this is them. I think this sure. is something else is happening. So the third one is supposedly on the way, hopefully, and maybe that one will be fine. Right, prayers <laughs> up for that like, one to, to arrive one. without battle damage. No, no cracked visors before it arrives. Come on, guys. <laughs> no, that's that's an end of that's something that happens towards the end of the season. You <laughs> Precisely. can't do that in the beginning. Precisely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, that's really frustrating, though, especially yeah, since he was trying to trying to do a yeah, nice thing. It was like, what a treat! What a nice surprise! I had no idea. Oh man, we got to deal with this. Like, right. <laughs> And then we had to, yeah, the, the, we had to like get like a return label, and jeez, oh, 
I put both in there. I, I don't know. Um, hopefully, hopefully, the third time's a charm, right? That's right. how it goes. Yeah. That. That. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Hopefully, that gets worked out. Still, that's really that is a positive story of, you know, you introducing somebody to a short sample and then, you know, really getting that fire and running out. Uh-huh. And now that's their first, right? Now they're they're in it. We got a lifer. Yep. We got another one. <laughs> yeah. And then every now and then, uh, when we get time, I. Uh, we've been slowly working through Don Brothers. Oh, like okay, cool. Maybe about four episodes into Don Brothers, just because schedules are, you know, whack. Sure. But well, that's um, really exciting. When I yeah, Don Brothers is one. How are you enjoying Don Brothers? Because I've heard nothing. I but like good it things. a lot. I like it a lot. The tone of it's really cool. Putting, uh, I don't know if you know, but like the yellow is kind of the main character of this. Yeah, like all the color, the colors are real mixed up in terms of what their your normal expectations are. I know that. Yeah. you know from like a, a bird's eye view so like a, yeah. a yellow man um, and she's yeah yeah and um like she's kind of the kind of the straight man to all the other chaos that's going on because they're all <laughs> there's yeah there's a um what is it a gap moe i think is how someone might describe it you have like the really edgy guy but his when he transforms he's like a freaking sonic character <laughs> he's a sonic vtuber <laughs> oh my god Sonic VR chat avatar, yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. Um, you have like the the kind of like, yeah. It's 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 a blast. I'm excited to watch more. But yeah, we're kind of just. I guess that's that's the that's the plan is just slowly going through it whenever we've got time. That's awesome. Well, I definitely need to watch that one too. I'm, man, I have been so <laughs> ultra. It's a pretty unhinged first episode. I feel like if you want to expose somebody, if you want to make it somebody's first time experiencing toku it's not a bad one to go with okay okay it's just so wild (laughs) i mean i'm always down for that people can't that you can't lull them into thinking that they're in for a standard experience right like they can't no they got to know what they're in for yeah (laughs) uh yeah so i actually do have plans to sort of run somebody through a different like an altered slightly altered playlist oh this is such an aside but um during our last session um i think i Actually, when we had last talked, they might have mentioned this. Uh, I found that they there's an English dub of Common Rider Kabuto. Really? It's not bad because we put it on before Don Brothers. Okay. And I, and it was just I was I was just having a good time with it. Like okay. I was like, what is this dub production? Like I I heard that they had dubbed it for the Philippines, and it's not. Like, I don't hear any Filipino accents. So I'm like, how did? Who, who are these dub voices? Yeah. It's such a bizarre but like welcome experience. It's Very so cool. different. Huh. Yeah. And I forgot how like serious Kabuto is in the very beginning because mm-hmm. it's like the, the uh, you've seen it, right? I, I have not seen. I've, I've seen like oh. bits and pieces okay. of Kabuto. Um, yeah. But I've not. They do like a they do like a body snatchers thing as like the okay. like the intro to it like the worm are trying to replace people or trying to blend in by replacing people mm-hmm. and then the, they go too far and you know start have to be put down by the the organization mm. um it's it is a, a nice mix of horror and action in the okay. beginning of it anyway okay yeah. that. anyway yeah yeah, so, so lots of lots of exciting news, new releases, and and uh, new new developments, and just it's a it's a real exciting time. It's good. It's always good to see 
uh, I guess, kind of wind in the sails, right, for Tokusatsu. Mm-hmm. Like, it's always good. Um, have you been watching uh, Ultraman Decker at all? No. Um, been seeing little pieces of it. It looks pretty cool. I feel like I owe it to Z to finish yeah. before I do any other Ultra uh, Z and Mebius, I guess. Yeah, right. But, no, yeah, you definitely need to finish Z. Z's really, really good. Yeah, um, and it's only 26, right? 25, 26? Yeah, most of the modern Ultras are the shorter, like, 23 to 26 kind of range. Um, yeah, I really appreciate them them taking that approach. Yeah, yeah it helps. <laughs> it also helps getting new people in. Like, it's much easier to be able to convince somebody to watch what's essentially, you know, two seasons of an anime as opposed to four seasons of an anime. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and the payoffs are earlier. You know, it, everything happens a little bit. You know, the thing that would normally mm-hmm. happen in episode 15 or 17 in a 50 episode show well now it's happening at like episode seven or eight right you know so yeah it just it helps for people who haven't quite i wouldn't call it built up a you do kind of have to build up a callus for the episodic stuff right like you have to get used yeah. to that it's not really a. It's, it can be tough to convince people initially um so i i do appreciate that but i've been watching a bit of decker i'm a few weeks behind on decker because mm. i went back and i remembered that i don't i didn't, wasn't quite sure if i had fully finished trigger uh, so I went ahead and rewatched it when I had COVID. <laughs> didn't, mm, I didn't mm. have anything else. I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch Trigger. Um, so I, I caught up on Trigger and now I've been watching Decker, which is interesting. It's almost similar to what we've been seeing and the other things we've discussed because Decker seems to be a pretty direct sequel to Trigger um, as opposed to the... Oh. Yeah, okay. like we're, we're still in the same world Context. setting yeah as opposed to oh it's another mm. dimension oh it's a parallel universe like no we even have mm. some of the same uh like like a lot of the uh for example a lot of the the aircraft and support stuff in this season it's still there but now it's drone right like they're all they're not mm. manned vehicles mm. anymore now they're drone operated and stuff little things like that to kind of give a sense of yeah. of some change in the background so it's it's interesting it's different um but right yeah, so so I've uh, been watching that, picking up those ultra releases. But that means I've fallen off Common Rider and Sentai. You know, just there's <laughs> never yep. enough, never enough hours in the day, right? <laughs> oh no, 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 I mean, yeah, this on top of everything else going on. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yep. Well, um, so, want to jump in and, and talk about some Mabius, my friend? That's let's do it. Yeah. Um, so we watched thirty five, thirty six, and thirty seven mm-hmm. beforehand. I'm just going to quickly summarize it so we can discuss what we experienced. Mm-hmm. I, in fact, let's just keep it tight. Like, Absolutely. 35 was about like an imposter. Uh, Surugi had an imposter come to Earth and mm-hmm. start wrecking things and make uh, Ultraman, specifically Blue Ultraman, look bad. Mm-hmm. So like, oh, he's, you know, this guy didn't really care about people. And, he, uh, and it turned out to be this alien Babalu that could transform. Mm-hmm. Um, into Tsurugi and they had to do this thing where they had like prove that he was innocent and then eventually take him down. Maybe uh, some something about thinking about his humanity or, or what it means to be a, an Ultraman and protecting people. Mm-hmm. Um, 36, uh, an alien pretending to be Mirai's sister shows up and it turns out it's like uh, a, from one of a group of aliens whose home planet was destroyed and mm-hmm. so they kind of go around causing mischief. And there's a bit of a focus on, you know, what you could be doing with this, and are you lashing out at people, mm-hmm. uh, you know, other other uh, life forms just because, right? And so, uh, 
a little bit more about like rather than winning absolutely through you know through combat um the emotional victory of like convincing her mm-hmm. um and her group that you don't have to be doing it this way or right. like even though there are some really annoying and terrible people on your team <laughs> that you know it's it's there's there's good and, and kindness in the world mm-hmm. um and then 37 was a Father's Day special, yeah. apparently. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, a big focus on sort of like ultra dad, ultra father. <laughs> um, and the, I guess like, I, I don't know, it, it just seemed like a, it, it really did focus on like a father-son relationship and sort of w- what it means to like be putting the time in, even though like you're not there to spend time with your kid what are you doing i mean this is a kid that sort of is being made to realize this or understand it right uh, and we get the uh alien josh ryan who's just a big jerk <laughs> going around stealing people you know defeating fighters and stealing their bodies or making trophies out of them that um Mebius and ultra dad end up tag teaming to defeat which is that's pretty fun i've never mm. really seen ultra dad like in action it's usually yeah. just kind of standing very coolly um back on the planet of light so that was yeah that was nice it was it was an interesting group episodes but yeah. uh, we could let's let's break it down how do we how do we feel about these what do you think uh i was really positive on these um i like the uh, the 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 fake saruki at first i wasn't totally on board um but you know we we live in the year of our lord 2022 um mm-hmm. it's not at all surprising to think people go well a red ultra is nice but a blue ultra mean right like it doesn't it's not at all surprising <laughs> that that's a plot point um mm-hmm. and i like that that mirai was like no man you kind of got to handle this like i, I can't be seen to def- like you have to defeat him like you have to get out there and kind of do pr a little bit it doesn't really matter you know who's messing up your image like i can't just run out and defeat him so i like that uh yeah the uh sister episode one um i first off that like the idea of like a, a an alien group called the psycho kino i just that's just amazing <laughs> that's an amazing name right like yeah this film is psycho kino right it's opening up my <laughs> my brain waves um and like you said i, I like the idea that that they didn't really Ryan didn't really defeat her but he still kind of won because he convinced her and her horrible awful terrible little friends to, to yeah. not be space delinquents um (laughs) and um the the one with ultra fighter again like you said it was really nice seeing him in a different context other than like i'm in ultra space heaven delivering exposition uh or dispatching ultras like it was kind of cool to see him join in Um, yeah and i liked it was a little bit with the father and daddy's home yeah throwing the cape off (laughs) (laughs) come on through the cape like it was such a wrestling match yeah it really was (laughs) <laughs> like he takes his cape throws it to blind the dude and then they both beat the crap out of him like yeah <laughs> and also screw him i thought this i think this alien's a jerk yeah <laughs> like i think just ryan sucks <laughs> i will not be buying a just ryan figure <laughs> um yeah a hundred percent and i like um uh i like the like the way the father and the son both had a bit of a realization in that one right the father realizing mm. like like you're saying like okay i am really busy with work but the times that we could be putting stuff in together, like I could be making it sometimes sacred and I'm not. And the kid realizing mm-hmm. like, you know, hanging on to his dad's back, like realizing like, okay, but dad isn't around a lot. 
you know, I, I can cry in my home with my video games because my dad works a lot so that I at least have some, you know, even if I can, he can't always be there, like he is there for me and takes mm-hmm. care of me in that sense. So like, I like that there was a, a bit of a, a dual resolution there for both of them. Um, yeah. Nice. The, the moment in the beginning was, I mean, it, you know, it's obviously it's very tense. Uh, he's feeling neglected kind of moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like at least with the subs was something like you're, you know, you, the kid calls him a jerk or says it's not it's you know he says something really mean to him about not being around and the subs are just like hey that's not fair and then he leaves and the kid just starts crying yeah. like the like that's not the worst thing he could have said to you yeah <laughs> like, right you're you're being really unfair right now yeah. i'm going to work like <laughs> yeah it was it was an interesting dynamic where they weren't really like neither of them was like overwhelmingly evil and neither of them really had a huge resolution really to realize it was just like yeah it it was a very um despite the fact that there was a giant you know kaiju fight going on in the background it was Mm -hmm. somewhat muted in terms of both of their realizations which was nice right it was it was a it was nice to have something that wasn't quite so emotionally extreme right it wasn't melodramatic there's no like hints of abuse or anything no like insane intense it's just you know uh wanting to connect and wanting to feel connected but not for one reason or another it's not happening yeah right and ultimately coming together on it yeah exactly that was really nice and that was (laughs) kind of rare for i mean obviously we're dealing in tokusatsu and and children's programming and in those 20 minutes you really sometimes have to play up that emotion to make sure the audience gets it and i usually appreciate Mm -hmm. that but it is nice to have a, a slightly different lower tone in that sense um, but yeah. yeah, I really like this clutch of episodes. I was really enjoying it. Lots of good comedy in the um, the Psycho Kino episode. Uh, I think my oh, favorite, yeah. uh-huh. ba- some of my favorite Mabius moment ever is when the uh, the the uh, not the not the chairman. Um, you, uh, we always forget the word. I know. Sorry. The the, 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 the head honcho, the the sort yeah. of the, the big boss with his little uh, his little second. They come in, and mm. you know he he choose everybody out about uh, aliens and stuff and Mirai does the like Arthur meme hand clutch on his hip he's like oh. and he clenches his fist and then yeah. then the his his quote unquote sister used her psychic yeah. powers to, to pants the leader and make him fly around <laughs> that, and his whole reaction he's like playing it up and they're throwing him around I was I was busting out laughing that whole sequence yeah. is just great <laughs> pants he really did she, she really did pants like yeah that. like psychic kind of deserved it yeah. i was surprised we didn't have usually when you have psychic kids you usually have mm-hmm. some scene where somebody goes no and like drops to their knees and a bunch of glass shatters i was a little surprised we didn't get that uh oh, yeah. that showed incredible restraint i felt yeah <laughs> <laughs> but no i i thought it was a good clutch good clutch episodes yeah I'm definitely ready to watch some more. Absolutely. So we're about to watch episode 38. この番組はザノシートキオキクリグループ、PRTとザコミックフィンドとご覧のスポンサーの提供でお送りします。And we're back. So that was uh, Ultraman Mebius episode 38. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to do a quick summary of what we experienced, and then we'll get into talking about it. 
so a Yu-Gi-Oh dragon shows up named Arigera, Arigera, uh, moving faster than most jets can handle. Uh, it seems like it's going to be trouble for them, and sort of right as it's about to reach the coast, uh, Isana from Guy's Ocean appears and knocks it down with a cool green laser. Um, the It turns out it's, it is a dude from a totally different Guy's team, and um, I think he has to undergo some repairs um, while they're waiting to deal with Origera for the episode. Um, so it's it's kind of an, he's kind of an outsider. So Team Guys is worried about maybe it's a secret slipping. We get some like really uh, comedic moments where they're almost gonna say it and they don't say it, um, and Isana kind of plays along, um, or you know, it's suspicious of something. Like he knows something's up, but they they don't sort of it just they they manage to zip it right before mm-hmm. anything gets out. Mm-hmm. Um, it turns out he has a history with the chief mechanic. Konami finds out that he used to be on the mechanic crew and uh, applied to be on one of the guys' teams. I don't know if he specifically applied for guys' ocean, but that's where he ended up. Um, from the bottom of the sea, Arigara starts like pulsing, and it seems like it's going to a way to lure maybe us in, but uh, Mirai actually had gotten injured in the earlier fight. Mm-hmm. And um, the team together drew up a plan to make it seem like maybe a had arrived or was calling lures Arigara out of the sea and they actually do get like a lot done with just the ships the yeah. uh coordinated attack pulled them out of the ocean just wrecked him almost and then right before anything really bad happens maybe appears to defeat Arigara absolutely bodies him like it's it was almost like bullying it's almost a little too much uh, but we got a really fantastic finale uh where he sort of caught it on its blade as he tried to rush him with his super jet boosters mm-hmm. uh and you know ultra- ultimately Mavius wins and we find out right at the end that isana is the captain of guy's ocean which he was trying to keep quiet surprise uh and then as he left yeah he didn't want to be treated any differently so he was like Shh, don't tell him um and then he it was revealed that he actually did know maybe his identity all along and i think had even either come to investigate or find out a little bit more because he heard them talking in the cockpit uh in the first encounter mm-hmm. uh, but he, you know playfully kind of warns them to keep it quiet right um and you know more comedy of oh he knew it all along yeah very super fun episode yeah um and for me what a treat it turns out isana is a a regular um in tokusatsu uh famously plays um kusaka in kamen rider fives and so to (laughs) see him in this like mischievous kind of role was a shock for me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um it it's uh kind of bizarre just because it was uh like i'm so used to him playing the, the actor Koi, uh kohei murakami uh is usually some kind of jerk with a with a uh, either actively messing with things causing melodrama or like just a a, a a wild card of a character so it was bizarre for me to see him like this who's actually just like a cool like a cool captain guy yeah like yeah. the most playful he got is that he actually knew what they were hiding nothing like 
mischievous or devious. Mm-hmm. Just, just a nice guy. Just from being a, a bit team. of a stinker. Being a bit of a silly boy. Nothing too much. <laughs> yeah. Right. As opposed to any other time I've seen him where he's af- just actively terrible. <laughs> like, terrible to people. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, so what did you, what did you think of this one? I was so honestly I was so distracted by Murakami like <laughs> showing up. So like I think uh, you heard me just ranting about it like how this dude is seriously in everything. Like he's in Common Rider, he's in Cutie Honey the Live, he's been on Super Sentai like in he, even like his role in Kamen Rider Fies is so iconic that he actually came back for Zio. So he's in Zio as as his character, or mm-hmm. like a version of his character. Mm-hmm. Um, so geez, he, he's in Garo too? Okay. Wow. Yeah. All right. over, man. It's, That's it's one of those, kind of like when you start to recognize, like, ah, oh, the Toei Bridge, or ah, oh, this is that same sports center they they film outside yeah. of. You know, it, it, it can become distracting. Because you're like, hey, I know this guy from mm-hmm. seven other things, and he's always evil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so the, yeah, there are even a couple of moments where, like, he's sort of, uh, when Mavius first appears, he's kind of staring at him as he's evaded an attack. And very easily, you could see him slip into saying something, like, spiteful or bitter. Right. But he just goes, like, cool. Yeah. Like, Mavius is here, cool. He was and it's earnest. like, I'm a yeah i was like this is bizarre i was was thinking about like when i was a kid and watching pup named scooby-doo and and fred would always like suspect that kid named red herring and it was never red Herring. you were like oh it's him oh yeah he's a villain i know it (laughs) Um, yeah i really enjoyed this episode though what a fun kind of playful episode uh that also featured um, a lot of new stuff for us. So I think the first big thing that we noticed right away, it's like, well, other than the actor, it's like, oh man, we're seeing other guys, factions or like groups. Like this is mm-hmm. guys ocean. He's got a different jacket color. That's exciting. That is <laughs> arguably cooler than guys like yeah. team guys's color. Just a little bit like just something about the blue and black is just slick. Yeah. There's... Like it's, I, I want one. <laughs> yeah, there's something about the core guy's colors. It's not that it's it's something about the yellow. Like the tone of the yellow is a little. It's a little. It's not quite what I would want it to be. Like I think if it was a little bit brighter, it's got this kind of like mm. this like I don't know burnt orange or or brown undertone that. Mutes I feel it a little like maybe bit. gold. Like they're going for gold. Yeah, and it doesn't. Maybe something's not working. It's not about quite it. there. Yeah, and it's like. There's yeah. nothing wrong with it per se, but then Isana shows up in that cool blue, and you're like, "Oh, that's so good. That's really, really good." <laughs> yeah, it's way better. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, uh, but it is yeah, cool just and to, it, to see the interaction and like these, because obviously they get they mention, "Oh, there's bases around the world" or whatever. But it's kind of fun to have not only a different group, but some of that kind of like interbranch rivalry, right? There's mm-hmm. a sense of like, ah, you know, you're on our turf and but we're not really enemies, but there's a little bit of back and forth and then the bonding at the end. Like, that's all really good. That's a really good setup. Yeah. Right. Um, the, 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 the fun, um, hydrodynamics of a jet that can go both underwater and, (laughs) you know, fast enough to catch up with a Yu-Gi-Oh! jet dragon. Like, (laughs) there's, 
it, it's one of those like ridiculously stupid and cool things where like he he like turns and kind of drifts on the water uses that to angle for uh to reposition for an attack which is like i should be upset a little bit like this shouldn't work like that that should just mess up your plane <laughs> but it was so it was so fun and cool that i'm like just having a good time <laughs> yeah he's like dipping the wing in or he's like upside down and i'm pretty sure like the the tail fin gets in the water a little bit yeah. too if members like it, it's funny because um we don't talk about it too much but obviously uh thunderbirds um the, the oh, Gary yeah. anderson stuff there's there's an influence yeah. i think mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. in a lot of the especially the you know either ultraman or when sentai has the little vehicles and stuff like you can see that influence there um and this felt like a very uh thunderbirds kind of thing like here comes a plane that can fly through the water and you know like it feels very yeah. like ridiculous and absurd in that kind of just super heroic uh vehicle sense like that definitely had those vibes which is fun even though it's still basically the same plane that the guys the other guys fly ultraman predates thunderbirds right i don't a know they're bit? in the same space oh, but i think 60 they're both in 1966 interesting wow because the not realize I, yeah i always felt like the and this is maybe i'm speaking out of turn i always felt like the um thunderbirds influence particularly in those little sentai vehicles was very clear because mm-hmm. um i mean you're obviously the, if the original ultraman and thunderbirds both came out in 66 there's not really any chance there especially because the early ultra it's very clear they're pulling from an almost kind of like the little the, the car i mean it could just be this the 60s tech but it always kind of had a james bond feel with the gadgetry uh mm-hmm. the car the plane um but it could just be it was just the tech available at the time but here it feels very obvious right like it feels it feels like there's a at least some link or the same kind of theme uh with all the vehicles and all that kind of stuff but um uh yeah it, it, it's a it's a lot of fun seeing there's a lot of aerial combat in this one uh, Ultra usually leverages more aerial combat than a lot of other Toku, maybe except for like say Gamera, I would say. Um, but the lots of just like literal like dog fights with the Yu-Gi-Oh dragon, uh, lots of you know banking and moving and maybe it's flying in and taking hits. So there's lots of uh, a, bit, a bit of Top Gun, a bit of Maverick if you want that. If you're if you're missing that in your Toku, there's quite a bit of that here. Um, mm-hmm you know lots of interior cockpit shots and stuff with the crew so that's all a lot of fun and it really is the majority of the action in this episode particularly because um arigera spends a lot more time flying around and engaging with them than he really does on the ground like he doesn't really fight that much on the ground right yeah and then once he is on the ground he gets the the snot kicked out of him like <laughs> Like Maybe some of those moves are illegal, Mirai. I don't think you can do that. You can't just punch a guy in the tail in the into jet engine and expect the crowd to keep cheering for you. Yeah, that's maybe his heel turn. He does like two tail slams. He's punching uh-huh. him in his jet orifices. He's cutting. He throws him, him on half. the ground. And he gets some chops in. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's he's pretty brutal down there, um, which is fun yeah. and different. Uh, yeah, in terms of. Yeah, without and without any of like he wasn't this rude to to um to Bemstar or no. the horrible monster eating monster, but 
boy, this <laughs> Arigara, you you did something. Yeah. You crossed him. You cut him off in traffic, and maybe says like, "That's it. I've had enough to hear." To be fair, he did injure him in the in the opening. That's so maybe, true. You that's know, true. He had a little did. resentment baked in. That's not. <laughs> But I really like, uh, despite the fact that Arigera spends a lot of the episode flying and good portions of that is CG, what a great suit. What a what a terrific-looking oh, yeah. monster. Uh, yeah. You clocked it almost immediately as very much like a Yu-Gi-Oh! dragon design. And so it's yeah. impossible not to see him as a red dragon card that you know Joey would play. Hey, you! Check out my yeah. Arigera! And you know, all the, the numbers start flying on the screen. Uh, it's impossible not to see that, but at the same time, it's just like a really good-looking monster. Excellent. Yeah, look. yeah. The um, uh, where I did not want a Just Ryan figure, I would consider an Arigara figure. Mm. Like, well, there's, there's something to it. Yeah, hundred percent. I like the the fact that the wings do so much for that suit because it's like mm-hmm. they're they are wings, but they're also kind of like angled tower shields but they've also got oh, these yeah. little inner claws that he can kind of mm-hmm. clamp down like a like a venus flytrap a lot of a lot of great stuff going on for what's otherwise a pretty like in terms of the silhouette it's pretty much a dragon right and like you said yeah pretty much looks like an anime dragon of uh, of generic uh, variety but the suit itself the way they use it uh it really sells it it's a really good looking monster yeah definitely um let's see uh also uh, a lot I, what, do, what do we think about the subplot with um there's kind of a b plot where i you know isana has come to the base in order to sort of poach uh his old buddy his old friend the mechanic to mm-hmm. kind of come work for guys ocean how do we feel about how that played out um once again, this was playing into my suspicion of of this actor uh, <laughs> wanting to, you know, coming here for for devious reasons. Mm. Uh, it obviously wasn't that wasn't even that bad. Maybe he just kind of missed his friend from the old days. Mm-hmm. I thought it was nice to have that kind of history. Seeing how I guess he kind of missed those days as part of the mechanic team and. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the, back when we were young and sweaty. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's I don't know. I love uh, the guy. Guys, crew is so fun, and mm-hmm. seeing them like trip over each other to pretend that they didn't say what they just said. <laughs> um, oh, um, the moment where they're planning uh, the uh, the attack on or the way to lure Arigara out of the water. Um, Tepe has that little that Sofubi figure that yeah. <laughs> that Isana's totally playing along with with his own miniature jet. Yeah. Like we're gonna do this, and that, and then the jet's gonna come out, and we're gonna do that. Like <laughs> what a what a treat! Yeah, what a the, joy. The, there are a lot of different ways to work the toys into the episode, and that one is both very bold and also maybe one of the more subtle ways. Because I'm pretty sure, like, mm-hmm. I've, I feel like I've seen like fighter pilot types like using little models to show movements of of planes right like i feel like that's a thing so oh, yeah I, now, I don't know if they had kaiju models as well but i, I do feel See, like we're that not is... supposed to know we're not really supposed to know about that right yeah that's off the books right that's off, off mm-hmm. the record mm-hmm. <laughs> um i liked a lot of the the little visual touches too the the transition shot where the older mechanic guy like puts down the teapot and the, it transitions to the teapot in the flashback when he's with 
when they were together oh, yeah. and stuff like that. That was yeah. That was really good, and the different the the sort of filters they were using for the flashback sequences that weren't like complete filters, but did kind of give things a sort of wash that kind of earthy tones, I guess, to those flashbacks. So I thought those those were really good too. Um, and uh, despite the despite the age of this, I mean, we're talking what 16 years or so old at this point uh mm-hmm. and the heavy use of cg the all the aerial stuff looks really good yeah um yeah i mean i was sort of marveling at them having to i guess like do dogfight choreography for a tv show yeah and it's a little maybe it's a little bit hazy when they're kind of swinging back and forth to be fair they're chasing down a dragon with a jet on its back uh, but like it, it didn't you didn't really feel lost in the action and it, mm-hmm. it, it did feel exciting for them to really like even before Mobius got there they did a lot of damage with just yeah. the 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 gun I guess the gunships yeah they, and they had the different yeah. little missiles and stuff too but they they really when you lean all the way in on that if you were to tell me hey sixteen uh, year old CG dogfight between some planes and an anime dragon my mental image in 480p is, yeah my yeah. mental image is oh this is going to be rough to watch but they really went all in on it and it i think it's aged incredibly well like it was exciting yeah great to watch i mean no 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 notes really um mm-hmm. i mean obviously it's limited by tv budget of its time but it, it looks great <laughs> yeah yeah definitely so any other thoughts then on uh, episode 38 here before we jump into our twitter questions I don't think so. I kind of want to see Asana again. I don't know if it'll happen. It could just be a guest star thing. Yeah. I mean, what do we have? Maybe about 12 or 15 episodes or so left here. Yeah, so. those 38. So, you know, we're almost there. Yeah, we're almost nearing the end. It feel it would be great to see him come back. I almost, now that he's been brought in, almost mm-hmm. kind of regret we didn't get him sooner. Um, yeah, a little bit. Just because this kind of, as a side character... This feels like a pretty contained story. Um, doesn't really feel mm-hmm. like it necessarily has to happen, other than having to happen after the rest of the team knows that Mirai is Mabius. Other than that, right. there's not really anything timeline-wise that would keep it from having to happen, say, you know, this late in the show. So it's mm-hmm. kind of a shame we, we that we probably won't see Isana again. But I do. I, I I really enjoyed this one. Good good episode to cap everything off on. Oh yeah, definitely. So then let us see here. <laughs> okay, so um, uh, Devon1224 asks, uh, if you were going to a costume party, what toku monster are you dressing up as to impress your friends? Which ultra would look best in flannels? Okay, so that's two questions. Mm-hmm. You're going you're gonna to try to dress up as an ultra toku monster, just a toku monster generally, to impress your friends. What, what costume are you going as? Um, hmm... I feel like it's gotta be, it's gotta be King Joe. Oh, you got the built-in speaker system, like <laughs> you got the Zeton chest plate. You could be playing Ultraman themes mm-hmm. on your speaker system as you come in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be a great look. That's speaker. the party. Probably. That's the party kaiju. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the party's here, y'all. Uh, I mean, if we're if we're assuming infinite skill and I could actually accomplish it, it'd be great to go as um, a Legion from Gamera Two, because uh, that's such an 
it's like one of my favorite monster designs ever. I mean, I don't think I could actually build that suit, but I would love to be like, hey guys, I'm an evil alien centipede monster thing. Like, how how great would that be? Because it's such a complex suit. <laughs> would... Yeah, that's a, that's one of those two man suits, right? Yeah, I don't care. Like two I, I'll, I'll make it operate work. It? Maybe we that would be our, our team costume. We would go together. Oh, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> it would be an uncomfortable night, but I think we would look terrific if we could pull it off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rory uh, Dropkick asks: uh, First off, how is your journey? Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Devon. Second the flannel, question. flannel, the flannel. Which ultra would look best in flannel? I mean, hmm. It's got to be zero, I think right? It's, uh, yep, I was gonna say it. That's like, exactly what I was gonna say. Zero, <laughs> he, and he would zero somehow... with his own his own craft beer, his micro brew, <laughs> micro brew, right? <laughs> ultra brew, sorry, ultra brew. <laughs> Trying to talk to you about alt rock or post rock bands that you've never heard of uh, that mm-hmm. are touring the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, it's zero all day. Yeah, you can just see it in his face. Yep. <laughs> uh rory dropkick asks uh, first off how has your journey been through amoebius so far uh it's been a treat a delight um everyone who said good things about amoebius has been correct yeah right <laughs> <laughs> turns out everyone was right uh the whole time yeah it's so obvious why this is such a beloved season yeah like, it's so very clear um mm-hmm. And then, what name do you prefer, Miklas or Nicholas? I like Miklas. Yeah, I like Miklas too. Nicholas is... There's a sort of uh, weird English thing to the Miklas. It's a, it's a very Bobson Dugnut kind of a name. <laughs> a Sleeve McDykel, if you will. Yeah, that's... There's something about... Um, it would be... I think it would be strange... If they all had, you know, sort of quote unquote like normal anglicized names, like if it's like, oh, there's Nicholas and, you know, even King Joe, which is kind of pushing it, but it's got King, right? Yeah. And I think there's a sort of absurdity to like King Joe, like not even King Joseph, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, King Ralph. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. There's a certain absurdity to the single syllable name there. Um, it's a blue collar name. Yeah. Just average Joe. Uh, mm. Having it be. Nicholas, I don't think would work as well. I like Miklas. Uh, mm-hmm. I would probably forget if its name was just Nicholas, uh, but I mm-hmm. remember Miklas. Um, all right, so our buddy David Bednar uh, has a thousand terrific questions. Um, mm. First off, if you were an Ultraman, what decoration would you have on your head? Hmm. Mm. We're talking like mohawks or fins or horns. Probably horns. I think horns are a fun way to go, especially for something that's supposed to be, you know, horns are maybe traditionally like an evil thing. Would you go with like the kind of like curved horns or like sort of the back sloping ones? Um, I'm a big fan of the, like the little, what's that? Like the, the home for infinite losers, Oni horns. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Sometimes they're kind of short. I like that. They're kind of like the nubby, like almost like dagger points. Yeah. Okay, I can see that. I also would like the like the idea of you as an ultra in a uh, home for infinite losers T-shirt. I think that's a great. That would be a great mashup. Comedy. Yeah. <laughs> With the flannel. I mean, what is what is the land of the the home for infinite light? Right. Like that's. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, for myself, it would have to be kind of whatever the ultra equivalent of having sideburns is. This big, like golden mutton chops. Absolutely, that would be me. Um, yeah. My most distinctive facial feature, um, other than just the fact that my head is massive. Um, I would definitely be big head mode Ultraman, like if you were playing on a Nintendo sixty four. Uh, uh, number two, Ultramans look great in capes. What other clothing could an Ultraman rock? Uh, well, we already talked about flannel, so not that. How about a track jacket? I feel like Ultra characters we've seen okay. in track jackets. In a, in a, uh, uh, whoops, what is your name? In Jeed, our little buddy Pega. Yeah, that's in the true. track suit. It's I'd true. like to see an ultra ultra in a tracksuit um, just okay. going to the store for cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> see, I can't I can't not think of uh, an edit that my buddy Ash did uh, from Black huh. Anime Podcast. He put Ultraman. I think he put Ultraman Zio in the Tims, like doing a double drop oh kick. So I just God. can't. I just, yeah. I got I got to see Zio in the Tims, man. Like there you go. <laughs> I need there that you go. officially. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh all right uh he also asks uh alien babalu implies the existence of alien ricky and alien lucy what classic sitcom character is the deadliest beast Hmm. (laughs) i mean if it's not alien lucy Uh, right who alien urkel perhaps uh what do you think He's certainly a a, a a trickster character, right? Because Family Matters got that show got weird, man. <laughs> really weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe like a uh, he'd be like a what, what is it, Mister Mixoplictic from Superman, right? The little like trickster type character who's always alternate sure. reality. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some other terrifying sitcom monsters? I mean, Alien Alf. You know, trying to well, eat all... now you're just now you're just being redundant well but i mean but think about it like an an, an alf the size of a skyscraper who's here to eat all the world's cats like what more terrifying creature is there for us mm, yeah as, as cat havers like just picking up a dump truck full of cats and like knocking them back like oh no 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 <laughs> very well that's what makes it monstrous you take the normal mm. monster and when you upsize them like that, it's not cute anymore. It's terrifying. No, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I would like to see. I would like to see uh, Alien Alf obliterated. Yeah, <laughs> killed by Mabius uh, while the while the wind turbine blows in the background. Uh, and his last question: is father of Ultra's real name is Ken. What are the disappointingly mundane real names of other Ultramen, Ultra monsters, or other Tokusatsu legends? <laughs> <laughs> uh are we, wait, are we making them up or are we i don't know if that's true i don't know i'm willing to make them i don't up know enough about ultra dad okay um <laughs> i feel like if ultraman zero's name was actually walter. mike what walter. walter what a what a disappointing name that would be <laughs> no no because then they would it would just do Breaking Bad edits of Ultraman now. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, you're right. Running the internet right now. You're right. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> what would could be? I. Hmm. What? What if? What if? Uh, Dinosaur Tank's name was like Rutledge. Oh. <laughs> 
That's a downgrade for sure. <laughs> that's a first. That that's his first name. It's not even. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh boy. <laughs> um. Well, I think we also discussed. I mean, with with Miklos, like the idea that it, oh, it's actually just Nicholas loses some of the magic, doesn't it? Yeah. Yep. That's true. It's, it's, it, I would rather giving, you not have told me that. Yeah. Yeah. That it's was like, the case. <laughs> giving giving him giving them these. We want a little bit of mystique, a little bit. Um. Mm-hmm. And I think that's all for the questions that we had. But those were some good ones. Thanks everybody for for sending those in. We really appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, yeah. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. That was another another great episode. Look forward to talking more Mabius next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Super Senpai Podcast. We'll notice you again next time. Super, Super Senpai, Senpai Podcast! Podcast.